Today's anecdotal experience is pretty good. I'm serious. This is the first one I've actually listened to. It was pretty interesting. It was so interesting I almost listened to the whole thing, unfortunately my phone died. And I lost my place and just said f**k it. Today on the Anecdotal Experience, thanks for being here. Thanks for, if you do listen to podcasts regularly, I really appreciate you. Uh, But weigh in. Leave a comment on SoundCloud, message the anecdotal experience, be a guest on the anecdotal experience, experience, I need to enunciate. Talk to me though, don't just sit and listen. Communicate, say how you feel. This is a fun episode. It's Katie Woodruff and I talk about money. Why is it hard to talk about money? Why does everyone always act like they have an infinite amount of money? Why does nobody wanna say, hey, friend i'm broke i don't have any money help me is that weird sometimes you need money sometimes things happen you don't expect and you don't have any cash if you don't have any cash you die you lose the game this is fun talk talk about money with your friends see where it goes maybe it ruins the relationship i don't know But if it does, you can talk about it on the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. Thanks for being here. I love you. Let's make out. Here's my guest and my friend, Katie Woodruff. Anyway. Truth. Truth. Chicken. Man, I... So what else is up? All right. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's get... All right. Let's get down to business you want to talk about money yes okay we're all right we're talking we're talking about money we talked about money yesterday but are you prepared to talk about money i think i am okay here's my here's my first question for you okay why why does it make i'll tell you why it makes me uncomfortable but i want to hear why you are so uncomfortable talking about it like what makes you so uneasy because you are very you're the most uncomfortable of anyone i know i think i am it's the one thing and it's kind of like i'm almost challenging myself to talk about it even bringing it up to you like before we started recording it just was like uh cringeworthy um like, okay, well, personally, how I was raised, um, just with this, like, my mom grew up without having a lot of money, and because of that, she was just so obsessed with getting it in her life, and my dad, like, they're very, like, they are that generation that's, like, they needed things, and they need the image, and they need the whole kit and caboodle and I mean growing up I never really knew if we had it or we didn't have it because it was something that was just like not talked about but we definitely did you know I was fine like we were higher middle class um then I went to a school like a high school that was like a little bit more upper middle class I'm not saying I was the poor kid by any means but just like definitely people wealthier than we were and then then again, in college, it was like 
whoa, this is like what real money actually looks like. So it's, it's constant. And I think the people with like real money and the ones that grow up with it are the ones that like don't really show it. You never really realize that they have it. And it's kind of like the thing behind the curtain that you're like, oh, how do these people get to do all this really cool stuff? Oh, they have this money. And I was just trained to never resent it or like I grew up, you know, thinking like someday I'm going to, I'm going to acquire that. That comes to everyone. And I live in a bubble that like wealth happened to everyone. And I think it was like a big crashing realization that wealth does not happen to everyone. And probably a lot later than most people. You know, and and then I realized, like, was I, like, an entitled piece of shit for that long? Wait. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little confused. So you may, okay, so did you feel like you had wealth and you thought that everyone eventually gets it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think that the mentality of, like, the uh, quote-unquote American dream was, like, ingrained in my upbringing. Like, if you're good enough, if you work hard enough, you're going to get this wealth. Okay, That's so like, you did, did you so you thought implicitly growing up until until what age did you have this kind of revelation that like money takes you know money isn't this, guaranteed? This is why it's embarrassing for me because it was probably not until college, and I should have realized it. Like I should have been more open to the world and not just took whatever my parents told me as like um, absolute fact. Uh, and it's not like I wasn't surrounded with people who had less than we had. It was just like, I didn't get it. I didn't get what like income disparity really meant or like diversity and income really meant until it was way too late. Like I was probably like in my early twenties. Well, did you think it's always, okay. Did you think that everyone like, so you grew up in, in high school. Did you just kind of feel like everyone had the same amount? Yeah. Okay, so you grew up in a I mean, community. Not all. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, like, not all. Obviously, like, I did community service, and, like, uh, I think my brother was a huge influence on me realizing it because he, like, lived in Peru for a while and then, like, came home and you know, had given away all of his things, you know, the classic, like, mission trip or whatever of, like, a Catholic school. Um, But it didn't change the fact that I was like, well, that's so far removed from me that I didn't, it was almost like I was a little mini sociopath when it came to money because I was just like, this doesn't affect me. Uh, It's really far away and I don't want to think about it, so I'm not going to. What was that there revelation? Like, okay, what was the revelation like? Like, what did you actually realize? Like, do you know? I'm I'm a little confused. Like, what what made it click that like I was it the fact that oh I might not have money the rest of my life. Like, there is a possibility that I'm poor at some point. Yeah, I think it was that. I think it was being poor, like in college, you know, um, and then like after, just like trying to make my own money and save and being dumb about the choices that I made and what I spent money on and what my friends were all spending money on and choosing the right people to surround myself with that, uh, 
weren't all about money, but at the same time, it was, you know, it was this weird um, realization, like, I'm not in college, some people who didn't give a fuck about money, but then I realized, like, once I got to know them and their family, that's because they just had family money, and it was, like, old money, so it was different. Um, and I, I mean, my parents raised me to like always work for what I had. Like I had to buy my own things. So it was just seeing the different type of wealth, um, like new money versus old money. And then realizing that like, uh, money is kind of this, like, like my, my mentality now is money is a way for us not all to constantly go to war with each other or kill another person for what they have. Instead, we just, you know, it's like a point system. Like either you're winning at the points game or you're not winning at the points game. And if you're not winning at the points game, you might die. Like that's how I view money. And it's just so much more extreme to me. So yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable to talk about because it's, um, it's everything. Yeah. So it's the it was, reason people it was the survive concern. or not survive. Right. So you, you you'd never had the survival concern in your life until um, you were in college or after college. Yeah, I mean, I think I've forced myself to be in many positions where I had to think about it to not become a piece of shit later in life. Like I just, um, what do you mean? Not I could have not, not be a piece of shit. Like not to be like a, a person that's like, uh, I don't know by like what we talked about yesterday, like buying three cars while someone else like, okay, here's an example that people got actually probably a little annoyed at me about. Um, I was like out at a bar um, and like they had like this really, really expensive whiskey. Um, and we were talking about how like each shot cost like 300 bucks or whatever. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like just that, like Happy Van Winkle or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not like into really expensive whiskey, but then I said something like, holy shit, like, people buy that. It's gone in, like, a second, and there's still not clean water in Flint, Michigan, which is a pretty big leap. I get it. Like, that's fine. But just, like, I could have gone down a path where, like, awareness wasn't an option. Like, I could have just been that person to be, like, you know... And for a while, I probably was where I would want to buy like a pair of designer jeans over, um, you know, helping someone out with a dinner if they were my friend because they were broke and couldn't pay their electric bill for the month or something. So what do you so do you are you saying that you like you're a generous person and you think why were people annoyed about you talking about the clean water in Michigan? Because everybody was having a really good time and I brought up something heavy. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, that is a buzzkill. I mean, I just, it happened like almost like, 
I couldn't control what I was saying. It's just I could not fathom buying a shot of whiskey that's going to be gone. Like, you can't take that shot to go. It's $300, though. Like, you better really fucking enjoy that drink. I don't know. And there are people with, like, that type of financial security that they can, not just security, but just, like, a financial abundance that they could buy that. But, like, I don't under, even with the financial abundance, if you can afford it, like, why choose that to spend your money on? Yeah, I know what you mean, but I, I guess I don't relate it because I feel like I, we are, regardless of anything, like we, Katie, blow our money. We were born in America and we were born into families that had, that were not in debt and they had money and they had jobs. And like we, so someone is looking at our purchases and being Someone will always look at your purchases and say, what a waste. Like, to to you, you make purchases that are the equivalent of a shot of Pappy Van Winkle to a lot of people. So, people will always think that you're being ostentatious in some way. You're always, do you know what I mean? So, so someone, do you know what I mean? Like, anything. So, I think there's always... I don't know. So I think I, I don't look at like someone wants Pappy Van Winkle and they have the money. That's just something they did. You know, I, you know, even me spending $30 on a meal. I mean, that's like there are people you could make the same point. Like people are, you know, Flint doesn't have clean water, but I'm spending 30 bucks on a meal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can make the same point. Um, uh... And am I actively trying to clean up the water in Flint? No, I don't even know where to begin with that. So, yeah, that's why people got annoyed with me saying that. It's just uh, $30 for a meal is a little bit more worth it to me than buying a $300 shot of whiskey. And also maybe it's a little bit more worth it than, like, getting like a gold encrusted plate of shrimp or whatever for like 15 grand too. Like, I don't know. I think there's just like excessive, but I also, I'm like so far to one side now, which uh, that I don't even think like, I don't even buy jewelry. That's expensive. I don't feel like it's worth it. I don't like to have the excess I would rather spend money on like experiences and um things for like down the line that are going to like help my life and my future I guess now so I'm at a different place with money but it makes me so uncomfortable because it's the thing that no one's talking about in a group of friends and yeah, it's everything. It's like the reason we're surviving or not surviving. Yeah, I know. It's like a, it's, it, it is, it's interesting. It's like, I guess what I find most fascinating about it is the decision or the thought of like, what, what, what is your fault? If you don't have money, you, do you take full, like the amount of responsibility you take for your own financial situation, right? Because um, there are people in our country that it's the it's the system of you cannot escape your tax bracket, right? You can't 
escape your socioeconomic class because you don't have the money to reinvest in yourself, you know, with it, there's right. that sort of, um, inherent system that we have where you can, you can, you, if you're living hand to mouth, you can't invest in your own future. But other times in, in circles that I'll be in, there will be people that are poor and they don't have money, but I know them. And I know the reason they don't have money is because they're lazy. You know, these have been friends of mine who I'm, you know, it, it's kind of this, oh man, I'm poor, I'm broke, dude. I'm like, I don't have any money. Like, woe is me. But I, that's when it gets complicated for me. If, if I have, I have lent tons of friends money and I've given friends money. Um, like how much, I just want to know, like how much I've given someone, okay. I've given someone 200 and I've lent someone 500. Okay. And what were like, what was the reasoning behind it? Um, I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to let, like, I don't know, expose who it sure. is. Um, one. I guess what I want, you don't have to even say it. Yeah. It's just like, uh, what, I guess, like, what was the gist? Like, why did you feel like it was needed or something that you wanted to do? I guess the money, the 200 I gave away was someone that just had fallen upon circumstances where they didn't have the money at that point in time and genuine bad luck, right? Like they're a hardworking yeah. person and they just didn't have the means to support themselves. How did the conversation come up? Did they ask you for it or were you just aware because you were that close? I, in, they didn't ask, but, um, they didn't, they didn't, I'll just say they didn't necessarily ask. They didn't yeah. say, can I have money? But I did ask them what would be helpful for them. And they said 200 and I, I gave it to them. Okay, um, I got you. And then the, the lending money was someone really close to me who I knew I would get it back from and I didn't mind. So it wasn't as big of a, it wasn't as big of a deal, but it is something where, you know, if someone asks me, but it's definitely something, had that person said, hey, I need 200 bucks, and I'd seen their lifestyle, and I was very close to them, um, I would definitely say no, and I wouldn't hesitate to say no, to say, hey, you don't need 200 bucks, you need a work ethic, that's what you need, so it's, that's what I find the fine line between people that need, and people that just aren't willing to help themselves. And it is tough because it does make me seem like an asshole at times. Sure. I feel, yeah, I think there's this other thing, and I brought this up before, like, um, I, I think it's David Sedaris. Like, I read his book, like, I forget which one it is, but he wrote about how he was touring for, like, a book tour where he was speaking into large crowds and like, you know, casino auditoriums or whatever. And afterwards he would always do a book signing and like there would be tons of homeless people outside like asking for money. And he would, he just started like putting up a tip jar like for his book signing and like wrote tips. And he was like, everybody knows I'm making bank on this tour. Like I am wealthy. Like I live in France. I'm fine. I'm doing well for myself and my husband, but uh, people were like, 
giving him two hundred dollars worth of t- like tips every night, and I feel like people want to give to people that do not reek of the need of it, which is why I question. Like I definitely had the mentality for a long time too with my friends, like get off your lazy ass and like do stuff. Although I don't have a lot of friends like that that I feel like need and beg for money. Um, but I don't know. I think that we want to give to people who look okay, who look so? like they can. What? I don't like, who would you, I don't know. Like I actually, I would disagree with that. I don't know. I feel it. Maybe it's a, I don't, I don't know. Go, go for it. Like, tell me why you disagree. I just, I never, I, I'm the opposite. If I like, okay, let's say I go to a fast food restaurant. Okay. Um, and I, I always like every restaurant now you get your receipt and you know, even if you served yourself, there's a tip, uh, section, right? I, and I, I'll always throw at least a dollar. Okay. Um, because in my head I've lived in LA and I've been broke. Like, I've been broke in L.A. I've worked shitty jobs. I've done that. And it's a, like, even in Indiana, like, working minimum wage in Indiana is still grueling and it's still tough. And it's fucked up that people don't get paid that much. Like, it's it's wrong. So, I would always give at least, even if it's like I did everything myself, but I'm still, I'm honestly just giving you this dollar because I feel like you're not compensated well enough. Okay? But... I and I just learned this uh, over Fourth of July weekend. The minimum wage in Los Angeles is thirteen fifty. Okay, I didn't know that. So now I'm more. I am definitely less inclined to tip now. Um, on those sort of, uh, you know, and even even it affects my. It'll it'll affect my tipping at a at a restaurant too because I know. I've been a server there, and at the time, you get paid the minimum wage. So my, my point is, I know these people are getting compensated more than I thought they were, and that definitely affects what but I the cost of living there is way higher. Absolutely. And, I, I mean, and, I'm, and I'm saying... I, has some- yeah, I'm saying I still do tip, but I definitely tip differently knowing that their circumstances aren't as dire. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. So yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't guess- what what circumstances do you believe like are you inclined to tip someone you feel like is is good? Yeah, I tip my thing. I tip across the board the same no matter what. If the is the waitstaff is bad, I still tip. If it's good, I still tip like twenty percent every time. I don't know if that's bad or good. People can wreck me for it, but I just. I've yeah, never been a waitress. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, I, I do it out of ease, but I've also never been a waitress. So if someone is, like, really shitty, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to maybe say, like, hey, uh, this service was terrible or this meal was terrible, but I'm still going to tip them the same because they could be having a shitty day. Like, I think wait staff is, like, a whole different thing. And I just don't feel justified because I've never had to be a waiter. And my grandma was, like, a... She was a lifelong waitress, and I just feel bad. Like, I'm always just, like, I go in apologizing at a fucking restaurant. Like, just, sorry I'm here. 
uh, I would really much rather serve myself because of how bad I feel all the time. Right. Um, no, yeah. No, you I know, agree. So that's a little different, but I don't know. You know what? Side note. You know what I just learned about California because my um, sister-in-law just went on maternity leave is that they fucking match. She's a cardiologist. They like do. They give you like half of your pay. Like your maternity leave is like paid by the state. Incredible. It's awesome. Um, but because of that, I think a lot of the companies take advantage of it and don't really give compensation for maternity leave as much. But California could be its own nation. Like it could literally pay for like uh, all of the rest of the country's debts. I think it's incredible, but a little weird, I guess. Um, anyway, that was just a side note. But yeah, I would rather give in my, like, I fight it a lot, but, like, you're giving a dollar to people at a fast food restaurant because they're, you're watching them work, you're seeing them, you know, do their thing. They don't really seem like they really need it, though. It's like you'd rather give a dollar to a fast food worker than give some a dollar to the dude that's coming up to you on the street saying, like, his face just got smashed in with a brick, or at least I would, like... There's something inside me that I'm like, hey, like, you're interrupting my conversation on the street. I'll give you money, but I really don't want to. And, like, then if I see, like, a fast food worker who very well could be, like, a piece of shit sociopathic human, I would rather give them the dollar. It's not, like, a scene. It's just, like, what you do. Well, I think it's, I think it, for me, I'm, I'm that way because I can, I have worked fast food. I have worked at restaurants. I can empathize yeah. with that person. So I see them behind the counter at, you know, at Wingstop and I'm like, oh, that's, that's bad. Like they're making the most of it. Like they're enjoying their time there and they're, you know, but it's, I mean, that's rough, dude. That's a rough existence. Um, and it's not, I don't think it's fair. Like if they're. Did you work at Wingstop? No, I worked at Jimmy John's. I worked at Papa John's and I worked at a restaurant out here when I lived out here the first time. Um. But, you know, I mean, you can see right into the kitchen. It's the same bullshit. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, you going to Wingstop a lot? Are you, like, getting that a lot? Oh, yeah, I'm big into Wingstop, and I always ball out Are when you? I go there. I always tip because I'm I like... I don't know how I feel about Wingstop. People want to get it at work all the time. Wingstop like, is nah. sick. Don't shit on Wingstop. Don't, all right. They run a tight ship over there. So when I'm there, and they're running a tight <laughs> ship, and they're getting my wings on time, and with a smile, and they're in good spirits, I'm like... Dude, you guys are the salt of the earth. You guys are the salt of the wings. Just like, get it. Like, here is money. I hope, like, you're good. It's it's me looking at them like, you guys are good people. And I want you to have access to what you want for your futures. Because I think you're doing a good thing. And you're, you know, I just want to reward that. And I also want to help people that are in a bad circumstance because i relate to that i'm like dude working at papa john's sucks i don't care who you are you can like make the most of it but when i see that i'm like dude i've been there i've been chewed out by my boss at a jimmy john's for not cutting tomatoes fast enough and dude it's just like it's it's just it's the pits man it's the worst so when i see that i'm like dude have an extra buck like, because I remember getting, like, delivering cold pizza sometimes, and someone say, you know, here's five bucks anyway, because it's probably not your fault. That was, like, 
you know, I honestly, I'd feel a little guilty because it was, you know, I felt bad, but it was just like someone looking at me and saying, hey, I recognize under that stupid hat that you're a person who probably doesn't yeah. make a lot of money and this four extra dollars is going to mean a lot to you. And it did. It really did. Because I had no money. Well, here's, okay, well, here's my question. You're like, cool with giving to like Wingstop people because you can relate, but like, would you give your friend... Like, I don't know, five hundred dollars for a Kickstarter to make a movie. No. Why not? Um, that's a art is a luxury. It's a privilege. It's not a need. But yeah, but like, that's five hundred dollars that he can't put towards he or she can't put towards like buying meals for themselves yeah but and what if it's something that they really really want to do yeah but that's like that is not i mean i mean if you're trying to like make a better life for you and your family i'm like yeah by all means of but if you want to do like a passion project and something artistic i'm like you gotta that's that's on you that's what what I'm if, like like sure what like, if that friend but what if that friend worked at fucking Wingstop and it was like really working their asses off, but they want to make something artistic to better their lives. And you, with your income that you have now, have the extra finances. Like, what does that mean for you? So this is like, this lot of money makes me so uncomfortable because it's like every dollar that you put towards something is a vote towards it. Here. And I think we are so in our own heads about, I don't, I don't know, like money is not a big deal until you just don't have it for the things that you really, really want to make and the things that you really need. Yeah, but no. And we're so willing to give to these like complete strangers, but then we don't want to give the 20 bucks to like buy our friend a beer or like, I don't know, just it's, it's a weird Okay, uh, here's, line. I have an answer to your question. And I have been hit up by a friend um, who I've actually worked with pretty recently. But he hit me up maybe four years ago for that. And he had that exact question. Like, do you want to invest in this movie that I'm making? And I knew the guy. And I asked him questions about like what he was doing to do fundraising and what his plan was for the movie and what his budget was. And he told me everything. And I said, no. I said I wasn't interested. Because it's just, I think, like this bullshit. Me doing podcasts, me doing videos and things. That's not like, that's, you know, I, I know I'm blessed. I'm not asking for money to do it. No one's asking me for I mean, it. but you're selling t-shirts and sweatshirts or whatever. Yeah, no one buys them though. <laughs> so if more people bought your shit, would you be more willing to give to other people? No, because I'm not asking people. I'm not like asking my friends to buy them. I'm like, if you want one, I will sell them to you. But I'm not saying, hey, like do this to support me. I don't want, I don't want your money. I want to give you something that you want. If you want it, I want to sell it to you. If you look at my sweatshirt and you're like, yo, that's ugly. I would never wear that. Then don't buy it. Please don't. I don't want you to, I don't need your charity. So this is my point. Like, I gave you, I bought your T-shirt. I 
I don't really wear it that often. Yeah. Um, because I don't wear, t- I don't wear t-shirts, like, t- to begin with. Like, I wear them to bed and I wear them to work out. That's it. But, like, I bought it because it was like, oh, this is a cool thing. And, like, Joey doesn't really need money, but, like, I want to vote for my friend's thing. I want to give this money. So that's what I mean when I say, like, I, I, I'm more inclined to give money to someone that doesn't really seem like they need it. Like your whole like little shtick that you just did where you're like, I don't need it, but if you want it, if it's something you need, then I'll sell it to you. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's the con you have to play to get money in this world. And it makes me fucking uncomfortable. Cause at the end of the day, everyone needs money. Nobody doesn't need it, but it's the people that pretend like they don't, or they're not pretending they're backed by parents family, money, or they just, like, got really, really lucky and, like, fucking got a great job, uh, you know, it's those people that forget what it means to really need it. I don't know. That's what I'm saying, and that's, like, okay, for instance, um, those first anecdotal experience shirts that I bought, the not the ones, the later ones, but the first ones. Um, yeah. Those, like, I bought 80 of them, and I gave them all out for free, you know, because I was like, you know, I'm in a position where I have expendable income, and I don't give a shit about having a fancy car, but what I want to do is give people cool shirts that are comfortable, that have my face on them, and have my brand, because I can afford this, I don't need to sell them. So I was in a position, I was like, dude... Art's a luxury. I'm in a position where I can make a bunch of shirts and then I don't even have to sell them. I can just give them to people and get the exposure. So in my head, I'm just like, how dare I sell these? Like, what's the point? I have more money than I need. I don't want money right now. I just want people to maybe listen to my podcast or hear about it, you know? So, yeah. And okay, here's to go back to your point. giving you a service you did that for free but it's a promotion then for you i know like on a low scale equivalent because like you're giving them to the people that like aren't really gonna you know expose them sure but, uh, but my, my, i think that's yeah. something that sorry you finish you finish i guess um yeah just to go go back to your point though i i see myself as like what i do artistically is uh, a luxury and I'm blessed to do it. And I would never, I would never ask for money to do it because I see myself as like, I'm, uh. I'm in a position in my life where I can do this. And also like, you know, and it, no one's really asking for it. So honestly, I'm just grateful that someone, you know, like yourself or, you know, anyone that comments or shares the videos and stuff, when someone does that for me, I'm like, thank you. Like, that's just someone seeing something and then saying, you know what, I like this and I want more people to see it. I would never be like, oh, well, if you like it, donate to my Patreon. Because I'm like, no, keep your money. I don't need your money. I just want my art to be seen. And I want you to see it and maybe feel something or be affected by it. I'm not trying to monetize anything. So I think with like, um, I don't know, like the short film thing. Okay, I would give, if someone said, hey, one of my fr- let's say one of our friends in Cincinnati, maybe they work at a restaurant or something like that. Um, but they want to better their lives. They want to go into a career and maybe they want to be a nurse, okay? And they need money for nursing school. 
I would gladly be like, okay, you don't have, you you don't want to get a bunch of Stafford loans and you need $500 for your first semester. I'd be like, absolutely, that's totally fine. Here you go, you know? But if they're saying, oh, I want to make a short film, I'm like, dude, that's not, that's like, like this stuff, even. Oh, like, why? Because it's horseshit. I think this is, well, fuck, Joey. Like, it's art. That's some people's livelihood. I don't know. I, I don't think it's any different from being a nurse. I oh. think art, you're like taking the stance that like, the people of Footloose took about dancing. Like, I just, I, it's still something that the soul needs. Like, humans need it. I don't want to live in an artless world, and I want to give people money who want to create art. Um, and I want them to be able to to do whatever they want with it. It's like, um, okay, I'm, I'm kind of going out on a limb here, but, like, I, it does make sense in the end. So it's it's like I was I was sitting, actually, on, you know, in, ta- in Tahoe with my sister-in-law's family, and they were talking about, the argument was, and they're, like, very well off, I think, that's, that's known amongst, like, our group of friends, but now everyone knows, but they were talking about, like, giving to charity and how to give their money to the right charity, and specifically um, a charity where they could tell them exactly where they want that money to go, um, like, whether it be salaries for people that work at the charity or whether it go to, let's say they're donating to like a charity that um, deals with like curing, you know, finding the cure for AIDS. They want to make sure that it goes to like the equipment, but several charities, when you donate to them are like, you can donate to us, but we're going to, we're going to put that money towards whatever we want to put it towards. I guess it's similar to like putting it towards a church and then a church, like using that money to like build a new facility for themselves versus give to the poor. Um, but the argument is like, you give money to someone, you give money to a charity, let them do whatever they see fit for it. And it's the same way. We want to give this money to these rightful causes, but it's like, trust that your friend's going to make something beautiful with that. Like have faith in the people you surround yourself with enough to do that because art is still important. And uh, that's why money makes me so uncomfortable because we want to, like, people are just so particular about it, like, um, where it's going, why it's going there. And, yeah, I, I guess I just, I, I would give my friend money if they want to start an art project just as much if I had it to give, like, I would give it to someone who wanted to go to school. Okay, all right, maybe here's okay, here's a thought too. So maybe I'm okay. maybe your example of a short film, um, I say absolutely not to is because it's a goal of my own, you know? Right. So but but So again, money as survival. It's like you're 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 basically you're fine with people who need it for other purposes. That's not going to compete with your life. Right? No, 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 I wouldn't say that. It's not that I want it. It's, it's, there are certain things that I think are noble things that I want for other people. And obviously, uh, we didn't mention this, but it also depends who's asking, right? Like who's, who's making the short, yeah. film, right? If it's, 
or who's asking for money for nursing it's but i'm i'm just saying i'm way i'd be inclined if someone wanted to start if someone wanted to start a um something real practical like um like a textile business or something they'd done the research and they want to do some like crazy textile investment okay um real boring not sexy but they're in their like what like like a jean? Like they're making denim? Sure. Like what yeah, yeah. like a denim. Real boring. That's stuff. important. What? That's important though. I feel like it have, you would have to know what type of textile in order to give them money. Um, okay, let's just say it's not a pa- it's not like this oh, is an investment. Good. Like let's say, okay, if someone wanted to open a brewery, okay? Um, that I know. Huh? And they were looking for if they were just straight <laughs> up looking for um donations i probably wouldn't give it to them if they were looking for an investment i would be like yeah definitely i'm i'm interested if i believed in the person i thought they could run a successful business and they had a proven track record um but it's ultimately i think noble causes is when someone um just has a rough life they work too much and they don't have the resources to really have the things in life that they want um, I can empathize with, and I can say, you know what, I want you to just generally have a better life. That sort of thing, I'm definitely, like, interested yeah. in helping someone, but if someone wants to do something kind of like, I don't know, I just I just don't think the world needs another short film, but I do think that someone probably, you know, someone could use the income from a nursing job when they currently have a manufacturing job. Um, and somebody's kids could have better gifts for Christmas. That's kind of where my mind goes because I see the happiness. That's, that's, I mean, I'm not saying that what I give my, I'm just saying this is what I see and why I'm more inclined to give someone money for one reason and not another. Yeah. And I just think that money makes me uncomfortable because people's priorities about what's important and what's not are all screwed up. Um, and there's no real way to tell. I mean, and it's like our, you know, 20-somethings, late 20-somethings, early 30-somethings, whatever, like our generation are filled with people who I don't think that we're really going to tell you when we really need money. Like, I think it's, you know, we live in a shared society where people are renting a lot more, living in hostels, or like when they travel, going to, like, be in hostels, Airbnbs with shared rooms, like it's more accepted to live this like minimalist um, shared lifestyle now than in our parents' generation. And I think that it's hard to tell who actually needs it. Like the people that actually probably need money that really need it are too prideful to ask for it. And the people that don't need it are going to ask for it. So it's just, I don't know. My priorities are all screwed up about it. I don't know where to give to who and like. Okay. What's important? Let me ask you this: Is is someone that needs money for a short film? Do they need money? Like in this hypothetical situation. So you just it's hard to know who needs money um, in your uh, generation and your kind of circles and community. Um, would you consider yeah. someone that really wants to make a short film and doesn't have the money to do it? Would you consider that a person that needs help? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm trying, like in my, in my internal, like heart of hearts, 
I would, my gut reaction would be like, fuck no, fuck them, fuck that art kid. But like what I'm trying to overcome is that feeling of this isn't important anymore, especially in like today's like political climate and, you know, the, the trend for America to go back to like, you know, the, the Trumps or whatever that are like, pull up yourself by your bootstraps. Like it's just good business or bad business. Like funding's being taken away from art and schools and no one's really fighting for it anymore. Like I just, yeah, I feel like I want to give people money to do art again. And um, there's plenty of people <laughs> that will take but are there? Oh, absolutely. I'll take your money. Plenty of people that You're looking for a cause. Well, I'm not Donate saying, to the Joey Burtsoff short film fund. <laughs> no, fuck you. You don't need money. You're fine. You just told me that last night. I know, but it's... it's. I'm not uh, saying I have this abundant amount of money to give. I'm not, like, rolling no, in dough. I know. All I'm, all, the only like, point I'm, I'm really just, making is... All I'm really trying to say is... If someone says like, hey man, I'm really strapped for cash, man. I'm really, um, you know, my rent's due and then I'm I'm making a short film. In my head, I'm like, don't make the short film. You're not in a financial <laughs> place where you can afford Aww. to make it. You gotta take care of your rent. You know, if someone's, but I've taken, you know, I mean, I've, I, I can, I will tell you the person I gave money to, it had to do with, um, providing for their children so that was something where i'm like oh yeah fucking take my money but if someone's like i want to make this short film about skateboarding i'm like that's dumb like that's a dumb thing like it's not noble we all want to make a stupid skateboarding movie you know it's not going to change anyone's life like a short film you can say they've changed lives but like they haven't what if it's a what if it's a short film about mental health that they're going to shop around a bunch of film festivals? I think that's noteworthy. I mean, yeah, it depends on the topic. You can make a fucking skateboard film with, like, your iPhone and a fucking helmet. I don't, like, tape it to your helmet, whatever. That's different. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, you know, if you pitched it... All right, let's say um, <laughs> our friend, your friend mostly, Mitch... Pitched okay. me, gave me a really good pitch for some short film that he was going to make that was um, about, let's say, uh, bipolar or the, I don't know, something like that. Something schizophrenia, yeah. um, borderline or something. Something like that. It's like a very specific okay. thing. And he wants people one of the, to understand. One of the bad ones. What? One of the bad mental health ones. Yeah, Like sure. one of the, you know, bipolar, your depression, right. your... Real, like, wants to show what it's like having this sort of <laughs> mental illness. And he's like, I'm really, right. um, this is my passion project, and I really think it'll be interesting, and it'll affect a lot of people. If he really, really sold it to me, I would say... Yeah. And then he's like, and if he was came clean, he's like, Joey, this isn't going to make any money there's no points on the back end you are giving me five hundred dollars but i am it will affect people if you really sold it to me i might but i still probably wouldn't yeah so mitch and i are making this web series yeah and it's gonna be great yeah and I, I, think you should give us, I think you should give us five hundred dollars 
Um, that's why I'm doing this episode right now. So I do you have when it? you want to be a nurse? <laughs> like you. Only nurse. Me as a nurse? Ugh. I'm not like wiping people's bedpans. No. I, you... I want to make a web series. Here's, here's why I say about nurse. Because it's so practical. It's not, it's so like... Yeah, it's so it's so you can go to school and then you can get a job. You just gotta like follow the steps. It's the most Dude, I could sell this web series and make tons of money. Right, but I and think take care of my future family. Just because I don't have a baby right now doesn't mean that you can't give me like that's the other thing. Like, why are we so yeah, okay, I sound like a jerk because I'm like about to say, like, why are we so into giving people money that have kids? Like Everybody needs money. Even people who don't have kids need money. No, we, they don't. What? Why? What if this, those people's kids grow up to be real pieces of garbage? Yeah, I know. But I think I've like, seen... There. Okay, I understand. One of the main reasons I really like my life is because I don't have a wife and I don't have children and I don't have those expectations and i've talked to a lot of guys yeah. a lot of friends with wives and kids and like those dudes are so selfless like their life is about making their children and their wife happy and providing for them so yeah i just so I don't if they know. want to make a short film would you give them money for the short film for what for the kid yeah, no, if some if some dude was, like, with a bunch of kids who's super selfless, it's like, I want to make a short film, can I have some money? No. You'd still say no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you are such a... How is this hard to understand? Okay. How is... If he's, like, hey, yeah, like, he's doing all right, he's got a good job, but he's, like, I also... I have these children and stuff, but I also want to make... And that guy is not... None of my friends with kids are going to say, hey, I think I want to make a short film. They're going to be, like, no, I, I'm not going to, like... I can't even take my kid on. Like, I just took a week vacation at Disney World for my children. I don't want to make a short film. I don't have time for that. Yeah. They haven't even thought about like a. You know what I? Do you know what I mean? I just for me, I I, I look at the stuff I do is like you know what? It's bullshit. It's a luxury of me not having to feed any mouths, and I have the money. Um. And I don't like fancy cars, so what do I like to do is buy a shit ton of sweatshirts that no one's going to buy and <laughs> make podcasts and buy nice cameras and make sketches. Like, that's what I do. That's what I like. Are the sweatshirts, are the sweatshirts comfortable? Do they have, like, the really cool, like, soft fleece on the inside? Yeah. What kind of sweatshirts are these? They're champion. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy one. Yeah, they're, it's not your look, and don't buy it if you don't want it. Don't buy it. Also, if you don't want yours, if you don't want your shirt, bring it back out. I no. will buy it back from you. I'm, and I'm, I want. I know you do want. You, Joey. I know. No, I'm just saying. To prove my point, I appreciate your support, but if you did it for the only reason of uh, Joey needs this money, please, I will, I will Venmo you the fifteen or whatever dollars. No, I did it because you asked me to buy it, and I was like, "Oh fuck, Joey must be need a lot to of money." Yes, you did. No. You don't even remember. No, 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 and no. I was no. Like, oh, you fuck, are so Joey full of shit. Broke. No, 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 no. You don't. You, you, 
I was like, I have never asked anyone to buy anything from me. False. False. What? You know what you did to me? You said, Cliff bought a t-shirt. What are you doing with your broke ass? No. And I was like, fine, I'll fucking buy no, a t-shirt. No, no, Jesus. no. No, you got it <laughs> twisted. You said, I, Cliff, Cliff hits me up and he says, hey man, can I get one of those shirts? Cliff bought the first shirt. Cliff was, Cliff yeah, wanted it. So I said you know it to Cliff, and then you were like, oh, I want one of those shirts. Give me one of those shirts. <laughs> That's how it went. I would never ask Cliff? anyone. I would never ask anyone to buy anything from me if I felt like they didn't want it. That is so not Joey Burtop. All right. Let's talk in a year. We'll see. I just, Cliff believes in art, and Cliff's like, oh, my friend's doing something cool. I'm going to support that. That's nice. Yeah. I don't know. I want to be more like that. I just, you know. Maybe Cliff just liked the shirt. Maybe he doesn't like I me, don't... and he liked the shirt. <laughs> he never wears that fucking shirt. I'll he tell doesn't? You that right now. Sorry. I'll, although I don't, I mean, I live with him, but I don't really see him a lot. Shout out to Cliff. Hey, Cliff, what's oh, up? Man. Well, it did, you know, it does, um, it means a lot when people do buy it just to support me. It does, but I would never pressure anyone into buying something from me. Like, I don't want to be that guy that, like, starts a business and then people come in to support him. Like, he doesn't have any people he doesn't know in uh, store. Like, that's so weak. That's like, dude, that's weak But stuff. here's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say, like... There's several points that I was trying to make in this entire time, but like, I don't think I really nailed any of them, but like you have that reaction because we all want to be those people that don't really need it. Like we're all like people will probably be more generous subconsciously. It's a subconscious thought. People will be more generous if you don't act like you need something. They'll probably just give it. And that's something that happens. It's like human nature. But like when we really, really, in the end of the day, we all need it. We all want it. So why are we lying about it? Why are we putting on these, like, facades of comfort when really you want money from people? Yeah. Why else would you do it? That's why it makes you uncomfortable. It's like we're all just... Um, know pretending like money isn't the most important thing in the world every second but it is yeah i mean i feel uh, like i don't pretend that like i am the guy that's like how much is that beer <laughs> oh it's nine dollars no thank you like what is i'm the guy that's like what's the cheapest beer you have you know like i am people that know me know i'm a cheap bastard like i'm generous but i am <laughs> Money is always on my mind. I don't, I, maybe it's just because it's me. Like, I don't act like money isn't an issue. Like, I think about money a yeah. like, hundred times a day. Like, when I'm buying lunch, like, how much was that? Okay, how much did I spend yesterday? You know? Oh, I, I don't, I guess I don't really want to go down this path, but I do want to say, I think it's a difference between men and women, too. You don't want to go down this path? I mean, we can, but I don't know how much time we have. Like, it's, Women, I mean, at least me as a woman, I, I can't speak for all women of all kinds. I don't even know. But, like, I feel like I have to pretend like money isn't that big of a deal to me at all times. I feel weird being cheap. 
I feel weird spending too much, especially around like a man or especially around, I'll say more specifically, like men that I have dated or like been on dates with that whole like money thing. It's like a power thing or it's like a lack of power, you know, um, and I feel like it's more socially acceptable for a man to be cheap than a woman to be cheap. What about, what about like a, what, how do you feel when you go on a date and a guy, okay, you go, you meet a guy for a drink and you get the round, you get like the first round and he like just gives the guy his card. Like, and what do you, do you, like, how does that make you feel? Uh, you act like that, like, happened to me all the time. Like, that was just, like, <laughs> like, I was going on all these dates with all these baller guys, and they were like, yeah, let me just give my card. Without, well, I don't know. Rarely Is that rare? I don't know why. No, I mean, I think my, I don't know if my situations are, like, the most normal thing, because I think when I walk into a place and I'm about to have a date, I just come off like I'm about to pay for it. Or maybe they're like not that interested in me or something because no one's ever done that. No one's ever been like, I guess not no one. I just think back to a long, long time ago. Um, the Or I'll get so awkward. And we talked about this last time. I get so awkward that I'm like, oh, I'll pay for it. Like, let's split it or whatever before they even have a chance. Um yeah, but I mean, I yeah. do have lady friends that it happens, and they're like more than happy that some dude did that for them. Um, it just depends on the context and the circumstances. I don't know. Like, if you have the money to pick up a date, then pick up a date, whether you're a man or a woman. Like, if you are the one asking to meet somewhere, then it's kind of up to you to to pay I feel like if it's going to be a romantic thing or if you're trying to have sex with that person hmm. okay. um, but yeah I feel a little bit like um, if a woman is like adamant like uh, in a group of friends like in a group of guy friends because I have a lot of friends that are guys I'm like I'm going to overcompensate and say, like, I'll pay for my own thing because I don't want to be seen as, like... A mooch. The, yeah, like the mooch in the group. But, like, I, I know a lot of guys with other guys that are like, hey, pay for me, bitch. I paid for your dinner last week or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, like, that's an interesting point you bring up because I'm very much that way. Like, every time I go out to eat with people... um. I sometimes I have a hard time even enjoying my meal because I'm worried about how they're gonna split the bill and how we're gonna deal yeah. with it. Like I'm even I'm just thinking, you know, different people order different things, and honestly, I get I do like, and most people are very calm and relaxed and don't give a shit. But when they drop a bill and there's like six bros and one guy got a ma- side of mashed potatoes and one dude got you know yeah. four beers and a steak it's just to me it's so infuriating because it's like hey here's here's a like it's bros five bros we're not like in a polyamorous relationship with a daddy like these are bros we all have our own bank accounts but they drop this check like here figure it out hope you got venmo i'm like dude sure 
And everyone's like, I don't know, that's fine. But I'm the only one losing my mind after it. So just lose your mind like me. Just like, I feel like that's one thing too, is people are like so chill about money and and then people end up like kind of like resenting each other. Let's say one guy just like never Venmo's someone. So I'm I'm not, I'm that guy. If someone Venmo's me, like I'll be, I'll say, hey, you owe me $6. And people will say, hey, dude, six bucks, chill. And I'll be like, it's not about the six dollars. It's about you disrespecting my time because my money is a reflection of my time. So if you give a shit about me, you give a shit about my time. You give a shit about my money. Oh my god, too far. I would definitely be a bro to be like Joey. You're going too far. I get what you're saying. It's the principles there, and like I respect that. But like, yeah. You don't, that's the other thing, like, in a group of bros, you don't know who has a ton of money and who doesn't. Yeah, but that's what it's, it's, okay, to me, if you go to a restaurant, it's like, I mean, we talked about this yesterday, if you go to a restaurant, everyone should be, if you say, oh, we're going to, what's a restaurant in Cincinnati that's like, we're going to, uh, Senate, hot dog, like, hot, but like, what if they just wanted to hang out? What? You know, and like everybody, what if they just wanted to hang out and everybody's like, let's go to this fucking restaurant. And it's the only way this person can hang out and be social with people. And then like, I also would feel really uncomfortable if that were the case. And then someone just like ordered water and like, wasn't, but that's on me, I guess. That's my own crazy. I like have to have it. I can't like watch someone go somewhere and not like fully enjoy the experience like everybody else is. I would be apt to be, be like, hey, let me just buy you something. Like, whatever. Yeah, no, that's what you do. Like, if you want to... Uh, yeah, we talked about this yesterday. If you want to go, if you were like, okay, I want to invite my poor friend to go to a fancy restaurant. If I do that, it's understand, like, hey, come to this restaurant. I'm going to buy... If you want to come, I'll buy your food. So it's understood. Like, hey, come hang. I want you there. I'll pay for it. If that makes you uncomfortable, don't come. But... Understand. When are you going to invite me to a fancy restaurant? What? Because that sounds great. Have you actually done that before? Because that sounds great. Invite me. I'll come. I can fly out to LA for it. Let's do this shit. Mm, yeah, if it was like a very... Honestly, I don't know how much money you make, but I assume it's enough to pay for a nice meal. So I'd, what, I would do for you, what I would do for you is I would say, hey, do you want to go to uh, like Boa? It's x dollars a plate and if you're like no dude i ain't doing that then i'd be like okay cool like we'll go somewhere all right fine so i just called your bluff because you're not gonna pay for me to go to koi no i get it here's what i'm saying what i'm saying is if it's a restaurant like if it's a restaurant that i'd normally eat at and i just kind of want to eat there let's say a restaurant in cincinnati like uh pontiac or something like that maybe like if i get a beer it's like 25 bucks maybe at like a really expensive you know, if I get two beers, something crazy. All right. But I'm like, you know, yeah. I, I eat there occasionally and I want to go yeah. and I want to hang out with someone, but I'm, I recognize that like, maybe they don't make, you know, I already know how much they make. So I'm like, Hey, just come, uh, I want to go to Pontiac. Like I'll pay for you. I got you. I'll just say that. Cause I'm like, I want to eat there and I want to eat there with them. So I'm gonna throw down. Sure. Like a friend date. Yeah, like friend date. I'm like, dude, I'll take you out. Like, if that if that's weird and you think it's gay and you're homophobic, then don't come. But 
There's a free meal for you if you want to come to, or if it's just something where I'm like, you know what? Maybe they don't want to eat at Pontiac. Maybe they just have the money, but they don't want to spend 30 bucks for a couple beers and some barbecue at a restaurant they don't really like. Um, right. Then I'll throw down. It's oh, not, Pontiac's you know, good, though. They'd be crazy. Pontiac is so good. Yeah, but not everyone likes barbecue. Sure. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. Money, even after this conversation, makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I wish it didn't exist, but I feel like we would all just start killing each other even more if it didn't. So it's real weird. I guess real I'm, yeah, I don't know. weird. I'm very, I'm very vocal about the hustle of life. Like I'm, it's one like money and working and, um, is is one of the things I like to talk about. So I, it doesn't make me as uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's something I do prioritize I think, in life. Sure. And yeah, I prioritize the shit out of it, but it's just like, it gets blurry, you know, because I think about money in relationships and I think about money with love and like what you owe people and what you owe your friends and I wish we didn't have to think about it. You know, that's funny you bring that up because I did think about that. Um, like sharing a bank account with someone, like when I do oh. eventually get married, I thought about that and I'm like, ooh, man, I don't, I, could, I don't know. No, I don't think I'll even do it then. Like that's, it is uncomfortable. Right, but your finances become so blurry anyway. I feel like that's part of, like... And there's always one person. I, like, here's what I'll do. Like, this is my plan, and if, like, that person isn't on board, then I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but, like, my plan is, like, we have a shared bank account for, like, shared expenses, like vacations, kids, whatever, but we both have our own too. Yeah, I think regardless, yeah, I don't know. You know what? If you love someone, you'll figure it out. I, I think that. And also I think if you- See, well, you know, like that's the thing. That's where it gets like really blurry is like the minute that you start loving someone, it's like you're always like, you get to a point where you're like gonna resent them if they're not like holding their own money-wise. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I understand. Tricky. I, you know, sorry. Tricky. Go ahead. Tricky. I don't know. Like I grew up, my dad was a like, I mean, he worked, but he was like a stay at home dad. Um, you know, the roles were like reversed in my family and like, I didn't like what it, what it did to him when they started, when my parents started sharing money, I was just like, Oh shit, this sucks. Like he has no power. Like, shit, my mom would totally hold that Trump card. And I mean, that's also because, you know, I we don't need to talk about my parents, but they're, like, not the norm at all. But, like, it's just, I, I don't want to ever lose power. Like, I want the power to be mutual in a relationship, and money is such a big part of that. Yeah. I don't ever want to be, like, a wife that's like, oh, I really want to buy this couch. Can you give me $5,000, please? And, like, maybe that's my detriment because, or to my detriment because, like, really that wife is probably doing great. Like, 
that type of wife that's just like, my hubby makes all the money, and I'm just here doing my nails and taking care of the kids. Yeah. And sometimes, like, dudes will be, dudes will say, oh, I want a wife that just does her nails and buys fancy couches. You know, I don't want her, I want to be the guy. I want to be the provider. I don't want her working or making more money. You know what I mean? I don't want to feel, I want to feel like I'm in control. Like, do you know? So, some people. Yeah, no, that's, like, where I'm at with how I feel about it. Like. I want. I also would like to be in control. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's not. It's hard. It's not easy. I think you got. I think. I don't know. And also, I'm not like. I was like about to cut you off to tell you about relationships. <laughs> I'm like, let's just. I'll let Katie talk. Um. What What about relationships? What it? I just think, I mean, I think, I don't know what you think about this, but I think you just got to communicate and then also, like, learn to not sweat the small things. Have some perspective. Right. I read an article where the guy was, like, talking about, I mean, it was, like, a I'm sure a lot of people read the same fucking article that was like posted to some Facebook wall somewhere, but it was just like how to keep a a marriage like after he got a divorce and it was just like pretend like money is a game and you and your partner are playing for points together. That's, you know what? That's interesting because I actually, that's kind of how I look at, that's kind of how I look at money. Yeah. But that also scares me because, like, people, you know, this is, we both, we share a mutual love of games, right? Like, you love games, I love games. Yeah. Um, because it shows how people truly are, like, their inner core um, on how they react to different, like, point systems and stuff and games, and that's money. It's, like, that's a little scary because what if you're with someone who is, uh, you know, obsessed with power and, wants all the points for themselves I guess then you know you're not with the right person I just like answered my own question but and I mean I also view I mean this was like a Pete Holmes thing but and uh or no it was a Deepak Chopra thing but it's life is the game it's all the game the money like finding someone you love your relationship with your parents your hobbies like, your fulfillment, what you've seen in the world. It's all a choose-your-own-adventure. It's all a game, ultimately. We've talked about this. You die at the end. It's your own world. It's all a game. It's all not that serious, you know? Yeah, but a lot of people don't get to choose the type of game that they play or, like, the good and bad that happens to them. So, yeah, like, I get what you're saying, but... True, true, but I'm just saying... um, yeah, obviously, some people start with different to make it literal, like different. Yeah, like health, they start on different you know. But I don't know. I guess. I guess for some me, people start in the Candyland gumdrops bill, and some people start in like the black licorice hole. Yeah. I don't even know if those are like spots on Candyland board, but like. Yeah. Some people start out pretty shitty, so. 
And yeah. most of it relates to their financial situation and money. So yeah. there it is. Yeah. I, um, yeah, no, and I do, if you, we do talk about, I mean, it's not an anecdotal experience podcast, but I do like to talk about kind of what I believe a utopia with our society would be and how financial programs I think should be run, but that's not the anecdotal experience. That's your political podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Where people have to, it's like your shark tank. People have to pitch you their short film. Only your friends. Oh my gosh. Are are the people and they have to pitch you their web series, which if you want to find my web series with me and Mitch, uh, it's going to be great. It's called next bus. Um, we need $5,000. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's a real quantity that I need, but I do think you should give us money. Cool. I'll write you a check. (laughs) I'll Venmo you $5,000. You brought it up, bro. I'm, what up? I'm not. I'm. I'm avoiding that conversation right now by saying I will not give you any money. <laughs> Ask your mom. Oh my god, that does remind me of a really great song. That's like, um, the lyric is like, "I'm broke, bitch, and all you're gonna get is this big dick." That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. What song is that? disgusting. I don't remember. I'm blanking. It's not like Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears, although I think he does have like something very similar. That sounds like it sounds like it's from Bitch I Love You. Yeah, it sounds like it is, but it's not. Like whoever somebody text me what it is. I don't know. Forget. But it's good shit. It's a good song and that's how I feel like love should be. Nobody should want money from the other person. Be all about the sweet, sweet sex. Yeah. Full circle. That's going the, back to it. Right. That's the thing. The thing is, though, you gotta like people. People are like, hey, man, it's not about the money, and we overextend that to the point where we're like, it's not. Money has nothing to do with anything, which I think is so stupid. It's not everything, but it's right. most of the things, you know. Yeah, no, it is pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah, we're just not, pretending like yeah. it's not constantly. So I think someone once said money isn't everything, and then someone heard money doesn't matter, which isn't true. Yeah, right. <laughs> true. So true. Okay. All right. I need to, like, actually, I need to work. I need to work so I don't get fired and lose my money, so. Are you at work right now? No, I'm at home, but I, um, I'm going to turn on some old scrubs episodes and finish up some stuff uh i never got into scrubs i should it's good do that um yeah i'm gonna go to the gym so oh yeah get it girl it's one o'clock you're crazy (laughs) yeah it's not that late don't worry about it it's anytime fitness and the pizza shop's closed right so temptation is not there it's over yeah, I'm off pizza for a little while. Right on. Yeah. Too much money, you know? Pizza. All right. So, all <laughs> Maybe right. I will give you money if, if you're too broke for a <laughs> slice of Taglio pizza. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm fine. I don't need your stupid money. Keep it. Cool. I will. All right. This 
this is good. This is better than yesterday, right? Oh, this was, yeah. For me. I liked yesterday, but this was like, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Cool. Well, right. I'll see you. I'm going to book a trip to LA, so we'll do that. Cool. And I'll see you then. I'll have your check ready. All right, tight. Good. All right, say goodbye to everyone. Bye. Say goodbye to all the people. Oh. Oh, the people. Goodbye, people. All right, cool. See you, Katie. All right, bye. Bye.